I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The world behind me, and yet we follow. The world behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. No turning back, no turning back. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today we will be looking at the word that says, What are you building on the foundation of Jesus Christ? Amen. What are you building? on the foundation of Jesus Christ. The Lord opened my eyes and I saw some men of God having uh, this uh, braided hair on their head. Braided hair. You can imagine me now get an attachment Okay, there's a way I can do it, even though there is no hair here. I will, I will make it, and uh, it will be flowing. Amen. Praise the Lord. I know when you see me in such, you will, a lot of things will be going on in your mind. That is exactly what the Lord revealed. And he said, this is the state of the church. Praise the Lord. He said, this is the state of the church. And I understood clearly what the Lord is saying. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are looking, the church is looking at the world instead of looking at the Lord. Amen. And such, the world is corrupting the church. We tend to do things in the church that will be accepted by the world, not the one that will be accepted by the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that is why the Lord made me to understand that the foundation has been laid, that every one of us should mind what we build on the foundation. And that is why the question came that what are you building on the foundation of Christ? What are you building? Amen. What are you building? So many of us are busy for the Lord, but our motivation is from the world. Okay? Our motivation is from the world. We want to look like Jesus. 
but we are taking our pictures. We are taking our pictures. We are taking our, our mentors from the world. Praise the Lord. And the Lord says we should watch it. Praise the Lord. So that our work, our labor will not be in vain. That is, if we are saved. Praise the Lord. Jesus told to some people and said, Get out from me, you workers of what? Iniquity. And the people were surprised. Because before the Lord, for a man to begin to say, We did this in your name, that is true. The man was saying the truth. We did this in your name. We cast out devils in your name. We sang in your name. We shout hallelujah in your name. We jumped in your name. And Jesus said, get away. I do what? I know you not. Amen. I know you not. It is true that he did all those. But they did it in a way that is not accepted by God. That is why it was rejected. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10, says, Because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder, now others are building on it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful, for no one can lay any foundation other than this one we already have laid in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. No one can lay any other foundation and other than the foundation that have been laid in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. There are so many things that are going on today which does not really have foundation. It does not have the it does not have its basis from the word of God. Amen. Uh, we, we, we talk about the comparison theorem. It is not bad. Uh, it is not bad. It, is, it, can do, it is not bad. We can manage it like that. We can accept it just to do what? So that the people will accept the gospel. Praise the Lord. Amen. A lot of things are going on. And that is why we, children of God, must be very careful. Anything you do in the Lord, anything you do in the Lord, make sure, make sure you know its origin from the Word of God. Don't just follow the bandwagon. Don't just follow this is what we are doing. And therefore, let me also follow. Please, if you cannot find it in the scripture, approach your pastor. This and this, please let me know the, its basis in the scripture. Praise the Lord. 
make sure anything you are doing, especially in faith, has its foundation and basis in the scripture. Because the word have left the foundation. The word have left the foundation. You see a lot of people, a lot of uh, gospel singers. When you see them, you cannot say, these are disciples or these are children of God. Because they don't have the resemblance of the children of God. They don't have the resemblance of Christ. Praise the Lord. And you see a lot of people following them, a lot of people hailing them, okay, making excuses for them. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have to make sure, as a child of God, everything you are doing conform to the will of God. That the Bible is what is making you to do what you are doing. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. It says, Keep watch and pray, so that you will not give into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Keep watch and pray, so that you don't give in to temptation. That is the watch. Keep watch and pray so that you don't give in into what? Into temptation. By watching, that is when I'm praying, that is when you can avert temptation. The devil is very smart. He will not give you the bitter pill just like that. Because you will spill it out of your mouth. He will quote it. Be very, very careful that you are in the house of your enemy. This word belongs to who? To your enemy. And anything you receive of this word, you should double check it. Talk less of running after it. Like so many of us do. Double check it. The first impression that a child of God should have about anything is that this is a poison. Before you begin to think about whether it is poison or not, treat it as what? As a bomb. I'm very sure if you know something is a bomb, you will not bring it into your house and put it under your bushel. Because if it is a bomb, then you should be expecting explosion. And because of that, you will keep it far away first and say, let me go and check. Let me know what this is before I bring it in. Praise the Lord. That is how so many have brought false doctrine into their lives. False doctrine that they are struggling with today. And the only, another thing about it is that when this doctrine has sinked in, it makes you back the actual truth. And sometimes makes you to fight the truth because this doctrine has sunk in. So you should be prayerful and be watchful. Amen. How can you watch? How can you know 
what is genuine of God to be taken in if you don't actually know it. That is why we keep saying a child of God that is far from the world is a man that is standing on the time bomb. You must not be far from the world because your word, the word of God is your compass. The word of God is your taste. Praise the Lord. Like little babies, their tongue is their what? Is everything. Whether the thing is hard or soft or anything, they will first of all take it to the mouth. So that is what they do. As a child of God, if you don't have such thing to prove what you are doing, then how can you know what is right and what is wrong? Praise the Lord. It is the word of God that enables you to choose what is right from what is wrong. So if the word is not in you, what are you going to use to prove? Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will tell you the first thing that proves that you are a child of God is your attitude towards the word. Not how much you can shout when you pray. Praise the Lord. Not how much you can use the common word of the ch- of children of God. Not how much. But how much you are close to the word. How much the word is having impact in your life is the first thing that a child of God must take note. Praise the Lord. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Amen. Stay alert. Watch out for your what? Your great enemy. He's going around looking for whom to devour. He's almost everywhere. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you should be careful. You should be careful so that the enemy will not catch you, you know, unguided. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, we go, let me go into the introduction. Amen. So we must be careful not to accept what the word offers to us without the confirmation of the word. We must know our boundary in order not to be beaten by the serpent. Because the Bible says, he that breaks the edge with what? Will be beaten by what? By the serpent. Praise the Lord. To be, to be accepted by the world is the craving of the flesh. The flesh readily, let me tell you something today. What the flesh will readily accept without questioning, okay, is the craving of this world. What it will not complain, it will jump at it as long as what you are proposing is of this world. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
To be accepted by the world is the, is the craving of the flesh. But we must pay more attention to what is accepted by God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. What are the things that easily... Amen. The next slide, please. What are the things that determines what we build? You know, like I said, what are you building on the foundation of Christ? Now, what are the things that determines what most of us build, that controls what we build? Amen. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 3 to 11, it was made clear to us. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become loaves of bread. If you are the Son of God, turn, turn these loaves, I mean, turn, turn these stones to what? To loaves of bread. Praise the Lord. What controls so many people on what they build is what? Our bread. Our daily bread. Praise the Lord. And that is what the devil brought unto Jesus. Turn this stone to bread. That is to say, let everything about you be about the bread. Pursue. Let everything about you be about the bread. But Jesus answered. But Jesus said to him, No, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Praise the Lord. That we are not being carried away by the baits of bread. That is to say, the bread that we will eat does not determine what we build on the foundation. Praise the Lord. Does not determine what we build on the foundation. The pursuer of the bread is not the ultimate. It is not a do or die affair, but the word that cometh from the mouth of God. Amen. The devil wants Jesus to be focused on what? On bread. Because he was hungry. A man that had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. It is an understatement when you say the man is hungry. Amen. So this is what the devil does. He wants to corner the children of God because of bread. And say now do this. Do my will. Do it this way. So that you can have the bread. Praise the Lord. Most preachers today might not want to preach certain things because it might what affect their what? Their bread. Amen? It might affect their bread. And Jesus wants us to conquer this because if you don't conquer it, the bread will conquer you. 
And that is why this is made known to us that we must not live by bread alone, but by every word that cometh from the mouth of God. Praise the Lord. We must not live by bread alone. The second is recognition. I read further. But Jesus told him, no, the scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that cometh from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the, to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hand so that you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. Praise the Lord. Recognition. Today, we want to be recognized. Today, we want to be recognized by enemies. If we are not recognized as children of God, we want to add something to it so that the people of the world can recognize us. Amen? That is what led to, you know, men of God having dreadlocks on their head. If the church does not recognize me enough, let me add something that will give recognition. The devil says, throw yourself down from the mountain and show the world that the God is on your side. The world, so that the world will recognize you, that you are a child of God. And that is, a, that is the sleekest deceit of the enemy. And they will tell you, after all, it is not a sin. Praise the Lord. After all, it is not a sin. As long as it is lost, it will lead to where? To destruction. So show yourself, let the world know that you are a child of God. So throw yourself. And Jesus answered, Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus responded, The scripture says you must not trust the Lord your God. You must not tempt the Lord your God. So you must not Show anything that tempts the Lord your God. You must not expose, you must not do things so that the world can recognize you or begin to heal you instead of praising the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is why Jesus commended that widow with the last minds and said her offering is more what is more precious because she gave everything and that is why Jesus recommends that whatever things we do what your right hand is doing do not allow your left hand to know that is exactly what God is telling us let all glory be to God and let the blessing of God come on you. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. And he went further to say, the scripture also say, 
in verse 8, he said, Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the world and their glory. I give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. I will give it all to you if you will kneel down and worship me. That is the wealth of the world. Most people today are, are changed. They have changed their mode of worship. They have changed so many things. To the extent the foundation can no longer recognize them. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, uh, David talked about the cornerstone. The cornerstone has a place in the foundation. If the cornerstone is shaping in such a way that the foundation does not recognize it, where will the cornerstone stay? Where will it stay? So today, we must understand. That is why uh, Pharaoh told Moses and his people and said, Go, but do not go far. Amen. Every statement, everything in our life that is telling us to go, but do not go far, the Lord will remove it from us in the name of Jesus. We will go in the Lord, and we will go far in the name of Jesus. Let somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. The pursuit of words, the pursuit of words, the pursuit of power, the pursuit of strength, that is another aspect that makes people to shape what, how they build and what they build on the foundation. Praise the Lord. James chapter 4, James, yes, James chapter 1 verse 14 and 15 says, Temptation comes from our own desire, which entices us and drags us away. This desire gives birth to sinful action, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Praise the Lord. It starts as it doesn't matter. But that it, do, that it doesn't matter is a lost. And it gives birth to what? To sinful action. And the sinful action grows and it gives birth to death. Praise the Lord. Also, what makes us to build anyhow on the foundation that has been laid is our understanding of who the enemy is. Praise the Lord. So many people think that the devil is that uh, very uh, ugly-looking beast with two horns that is very, very scary. That is what we think the devil, you know, that is our thoughts about the devil. I want to let you know that it is a deception. Praise the Lord. The devil comes in the shape of the most beautiful things around that you can imagine. The most beautiful things around that you can imagine, that is the shape that the devil comes in. So if you know the devil to be that, then beautiful things will no longer be your ultimate. If you know that is the way the devil appears, those things you will be careful about them. Praise the Lord. 
So because people do not understand, people do not understand, you know, their enemy, so they easily give in. They easily give in. Praise the Lord. So, so many people today, the reason for everything they do is worldly. Some people say, I want to dress to kill. Amen? I want to dress to kill. I want to dress so that every man or woman that sees me will have a turn and look at me again. What gain? What is the gain? Amen? So we must understand that the devil is not just that ugly-looking beast. But why? It's those beautiful things that we see around, those comfortable things, those hailing. You know, they hail you. That is why Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are being destroyed because they lack knowledge, because they lack understanding. So many people are strolling into the mouth of the enemy, into the mouth of the serpent, because to them, they are not seeing serpents. They are seeing things that are glorious and beautiful. That is why they are strolling in. That is why a lot of people are on the broad way today. Because what they are seeing, those things that entice the flesh, those things that the flesh craves after, are the things that is dragging them. And because of that, the enemy is take, make, you know, making a few of them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I will read Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1 from verses 6 to 9. Be strong and courageous for you are the one who, you, who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors. I will give them but strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave to you. Do not deviate from them. Turning either to the right or to the left, then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of the instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything that is written on it. Praise the Lord. Look at the word, meditate on it day and night. What it means is that let everything about you refer to the word. It is the word of God that should confirm the word for you. Praise the Lord. Day and night. Because the moment you keep away from it, you, before you know it, you are out. You are out there. You are no longer you know, in conformity with what God is saying because you are away from it. Praise the Lord. The ignorance of who the enemy is. Who the enemy is. Amen. Praise the Lord. And also, ignorance of who we are. 
makes us to build the way we are building, which does not please God. Let somebody shout hallelujah. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, But you are not like that, for you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's very own people. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Praise the Lord. That is who we are. Royal priesthood. Amen. That is who we are. Royal priesthood. Chosen people by God. That is who we are. So you cannot, you, if you are misbehaving, you are doing things that does not conform to the glory of God, you are only belittling the status God has given to you, which specifies here that you are what? A royal priesthood. God's very own people. Praise the Lord. You belong to the maker of heaven and earth. You are his chosen people. So the devil cannot come and mess you up. The devil cannot come and toss you to and fro because you belong to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us also open our Bible to Romans chapter 8 verse 13 and 14. Say, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deed of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The flesh will want you to do so many things. But mortify your flesh by what? By the word of God. Let your character be formed from the word of God. Let the word of God prove who you are. Amen. I am this. Mirror it in the word. Does it conform to the expectation of the word? If it doesn't conform, then you are in trouble. Amen. So you have to work on it until you conform to what God wants you to be. Let somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan, to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Praise the Lord. You can see the price that Paul has to pay to keep his flesh under subjection. 
That is to tell you, your flesh, not kept under subjection, can destroy your salvation. So God helped him and gave him a thorn in his flesh, which he prayed three times. And God said, my grace is enough for you. Go ahead with it. Yes, it is painful, but it is going to save your soul. It will not allow pride. You can imagine a sick man that is laying hand on the sick, and the sick are what? Are, became, are becoming what? Whole. And he himself is sick. What kind of pride will he have? Amen? That is the interpretation. A lame man praying for lame people and they are receiving their what? Their healing. And he himself is what? He's lame. What kind of pride is going to come on him? He will know he is not the one doing it. Because if he is the one doing it, he will heal himself first. Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say here is that we must keep our flesh under, con- under control. Don't let your flesh demand. It will never stop. If you give it a, an inch, the next thing he will be asking for is a mile. When you are supposed to pray and you are sleeping, you will let me just, you know, just these 30 minutes. It will come to a time, even the time you are supposed that is dedicated for prayer, he will tell you, please sleep. Praise the Lord. That is why when that man of God gave that word, that time said, things of the spirit are not the things you negotiate with the flesh. I took it and I understood it very well. Praise the Lord. When you want to make spiritual decisions, don't consider the flesh. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. When you have the wrong priority, it will make you to build wrongly on the foundation. Your priority must be right. Your priority must be right. Amen. Having the wrong priority and lack of understanding of the purpose of our existence, we live as if we are not going to die. That is our salient manifestation. To everyone here, I'm very sure none of us ever think, maybe the last uh, three or four days, about death. No. We live as if we are going to live forever. That is why we keep accumulating. We keep buying. We keep putting. We keep, we keep adding. We keep, you know, longing. Because it is a salient manifestation that we will live forever, which is not true. We treasure the things of the earth and hold them to the heart so that it so that so tenaciously that it is the reason that we do most things we do. If you see a man who is conscious of he is going to leave this earth one day and face his God, his way of life will be totally different from what we are seeing today. His way of life will be totally different. Amen. Things that people die for will not even concern him because his, his hope is not on this earth. That is why Peter, Paul said, if we have 
if on this earth only we have hope, we have all men most what? Miserable. Because the hope of this earth is temporal. The hope on this, even if you are going to live forever on this earth, the Bible says everything you are seeing here will pass under what? A fervent heat and it will melt away. It will disappear. Praise the Lord. From physics, I understand that it's an energy and heat that can be applied to a particular thing, and everything about it will what? Will disappear. If there is enough heat, you will not have ashes. Amen? Everything will be converted. Let us understand this clearly. Let us open our Bible to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heaven will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very, very element themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to dissolve judgment. Praise the Lord. Everything under this earth, even if you are going to live forever, everything will dissolve under a fervent heat. Praise the Lord. Let's everybody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. For you to be able to build right on the foundation, for you to keep the foundation pure and precious, amen, you must be ready to fight and never to give up. Amen. That is why Paul says, I fight the good fight of what? Of faith. Amen. Amen. Let us open our Bible to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Let's read verses 11 and 12. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11 and 12. But you, Timothy, are a man of God. So run from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life, and to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. The enemy will not let you go easily. Don't think it is the enemy is, is going to allow you to, to make heaven easily without a fight. You must be ready to fight. Praise the Lord. And the people that can fight are the people who see heaven as most precious than what they can get on this earth. Because what the enemy has to deceive you are the beautiful things on this earth. He showed Jesus what? The glory of this earth. Not anything in heaven. Praise the Lord. If you believe that that, that, is, that, that street in heaven that is made of gold, 
you can imagine how the buildings are going to look like. If you understand that crown that is awaiting you, if you understand clearly the beauty and the honor and the glory that await you when you make heaven, then you'll be able to reject whatever the enemy offers unto you. So you will fight. Praise the Lord. Job said, he kills me, yet I what? I will love him. How can somebody that is killing you and you are loving the person? It means there is something you know about him that others that are listening does not know. He kills me, yet I will what? I will love him. Because even though he kills me, he destroyed this earthly body. I will reign with him in what? In glory. Amen. So you will fight the fight of it. Nothing will move you. You will be focused. Even if you are the only one on the road, you will still keep moving. Praise the Lord. You will still keep moving. You will fight the fight of faith. Praise the Lord. We talked about this already. Let your character be proved by the word of God. Everything you do, mirror it in the scriptures. Some people today, what they do, they just keep, you know, it's all comparison. It's all comparison. It's okay. And what are they comparing with? They are comparing with what they know. What is around them. That is what the knowledge they can compare with. That is the knowledge they can compare with. Praise the Lord. But if you compare, if you look like the the book of James says, if you look perfectly, okay, into the liberty, into the wisdom of God, praise the Lord. You look into it, then you can ascend, ascertain that yes, this is the will of God. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Before we read that, uh, let us open Titus chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Titus chapter 2, verse 6 and verse 7. On the way to Calvary, he went for me. He went for me. He went for me. On the way to Calvary, he went for me. And now he sets me free. On the way to Calvary, he went for me. Jesus, he went for me. He went for me. On the way to Calvary, he went for me and now he sets me free. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Let our character be proven in the word of God. Let us have a reflection of the word of God, not a reflection of the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anything you are doing for the Lord, you have to understand where are you getting your inspiration? What is inspiring you? Is it the word or the word of God that is inspiring you? Praise the Lord. Amen. You see, when you read the book of Leviticus, you will understand God is very meticulous about what he wants. He is a very specific God. He does not even generalize. Amen? Sometimes I read something, one thing over and over and over and over again, and I keep asking myself, why is this not just summarized? Instead of repeating it, the offering for morning, repeating the same thing for the offering for evening, repeating the same thing for the offering once a week, why is it not just say this is the offering? Because God is very specific. Praise the Lord. So when you come into the presence of the Lord, do not bring in strange fire. Do not bring in strange fire. He is very, very specific. He wants you. He wants you to do according as he has commanded you. He showed Moses a vision in heaven and said, do exactly what you have seen. He did not allow Moses to just go and build something. He gave him the description. As, it, as, the, as the moving temple of God, your life is very precious to God. You cannot afford to do something to yourself that will make the Spirit of God to go away from you. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Never let anything, never at any time, let the things that can be seen be your ultimate. Praise the Lord. To us today, we pursue only things that can be seen. Only things that are material. Only things that can glorify us. Only things that can expose or make people to accept us as someone of what? Of an elevated status. Those are the things we pursue. But God is telling us to be very careful. Praise the Lord. In everything that we do, let us do it as unto the Lord. Your work, let us do it as unto the Lord. Amen. Jesus asked, uh, asked Peter, do you love me more than this? So that is what God is asking you today. Do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than this? Amen? Do you love me more than this? So many of us, we love this more than him. And he's calling today. Change it around. Love me more than this. Praise the Lord. So we do everything as unto the Lord. Let us open our Bible to Mark chapter 10. 
Mark chapter 10, verse 21. Mark chapter 10, verse 21. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you have not done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you have treasures in heaven. Then come and follow me. Praise the Lord. Go and sell everything that you have, and do what? And give the money to the poor. You have so much treasure in heaven. That is the calling today. Praise the Lord. That let heaven be the storehouse of what? Of your treasure. Let heaven be the storehouse of your treasure. Do not labor for the perishable treasure on this earth alone. Labor for that one that will not perish. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Philippians 3, 12 and 13. I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection to which Christ Jesus first possesses me. No, brother and sister, I have not achieved it, but I focus on things, on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Praise the Lord. What is Paul focusing on? He's focusing on the things of what? Of heaven, the true treasure. The true treasure. Praise the Lord. There are so many things we gather today. Sometimes we begin to ask ourselves, what am I going to do with all this? Amen? What am I doing with all this? How did I come accumulating all this? It was the quest of the flesh. Praise the Lord. But let us from now on focus. Amen. Another thing that will help us to build rights on the foundation is to understand that suffering, suffering might be required sometimes to fulfill the desire of God. Praise the Lord. No, I would say almost 90% of us does not accept this. We don't accept suffering in any form. Praise the Lord. And the devil used that as a weapon. Don't you see you are suffering? Why don't you curse God and die? Like in the case of Job. Don't you see what you are passing through? Why don't you compromise and be what? And be comfortable. Praise the Lord. Accept it today. That suffering, some level of suffering, amen, might be required to fulfill the desire of God. And it is measured out according to the grace of God upon you. Amen? According to the grace 
of God upon you. Let us read Colossians chapter 1, verse 11. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power, so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. You will be strengthened and you have all the endurance power you need. May you be filled with joy. Amen. Then Acts chapter 27, verse 20. The terrible storm rained for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars, until at last all hope was gone. No one has eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all these damages and losses. Praise the Lord. This is someone that Jesus appeared to and said, You will represent me in what? In Rome. You will represent. So he was on the journey to go and represent Jesus in Rome. And for 14 days on the sea, there was no sun. There were a lot of turbulence. In fact, none of them could eat for that 14 days because of their despair. This is someone who is going on the missionary journey. Praise the Lord. So as children of God, you encounter one difficulty or one suffering or the other, it might be required for the glory of God. Let us rise up. I want you to talk to God. Help me, O oh Lord, so that I don't build, I don't build rubbish. I don't build that thing that only will be consumed by fire on your foundation. Help me to build, O oh Lord, right. Help me, O oh Lord, to maintain your status quo in the name of Jesus. My Father, help me, O oh Lord, let the world not corrupt my Let the world not corrupt what I build on your foundation. Continue to talk to God. Open your mouth and pray that God continue to help me with my foundation. Ask for the Spirit of God to guide you. Ask the Spirit of Lord, the Holy Spirit, to continue to lead you in building your foundation in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray that let everything about my foundation be perfected and established in Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Everything regarding my foundation, let it be perfected and established firmly in Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. And pray that every faulty foundation in my life, Father, destroy it and rebuild it yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pray that God will rebuild the foundation that he has laid in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you continue to build on the foundation, the Spirit of God will continue to be with you. We continue to guide you. We continue to direct you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to pray and say, Father, let my foundation be like Mount Zion that can never be moved and that bided forever. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Every crack in your foundation, that God Almighty will repair it in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever that is taking you in a way that is not allowing you to build solidly on the foundation that God has laid for you, that God Almighty himself will bring you back in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray the understanding of his word for you to continue to build on that foundation. God will reveal it unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. That you shall never be ignorant of the enemy who can take away the, the solid things that you are about to build on your foundation. God will give you the utterances, the understanding to not to be ignorant of what enemy can do in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that God will help you to prioritize what you build on your foundation in the mighty name of Jesus. And above all, endurance for you to endure when the trial comes in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that we've heard from you again this afternoon that we continue to build on our foundation. Father, as you have made us to understand how and what to build on our foundation, Father, we pray that you continue to give us the enablement to continue to build on the solid foundation you have laid in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your Holy Spirit continue to guide us. Let your Holy Spirit continue to lead us in the mighty name of Jesus. And for your servant that you have used for us these days, Father, we pray more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless him, bless the work of his hand in the mighty name of Jesus. The foundation you have laid for him in his life, Father, continue to help him to build on it in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless him, bless the sister, bless the children in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, you have laid foundation for us in this church this year. Continue to help us to build on it in Jesus' name. For the rest of our program for this year, Father, we pray, Almighty God, you help us to perfect it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. And once again, we remember those that travel. As they will be coming back, Father, we pray you will guide them safely to this place in the mighty name of Jesus. And as much as is planning to travel, God be with them as well in Jesus' name. Thank you, almighty God. As we go into the week, Father, we pray your presence shall go with us in Jesus' name. And when we return next week, it shall be testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us joyfully share the grace together in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy 